Welcome to City of Thomasville Spotlight, a weekly show dedicated to providing the community with the latest news and happenings about the City of Thomasville. We will discuss everything from city business to events to daily operations to public safety. Here's your host, Chris Hurst. WPAX Local News Director Chris Hurst here. I am excited and humbled feel blessed today. Our guest today is someone that is certainly no stranger to our listening audience. I believe the last time that I heard you on the radio, you were talking about a Centennial Rose Show in Festival. Sure. My name is Cheryl Seeley, and I'm one of the assistant city managers. I was promoted into this position in September. I've been with the city about 10 years. I have a very interesting story in that I actually started working for the city when I was in high school and finished high school, finished college, worked for about 15 years, left, and then came back about 10 years ago. And here I am. (laughs) I just want to say, number one, thank you. Well, I appreciate you having us and giving our team the opportunity to come in here and share with the citizens a little bit more about the inner workings of the city. It's a big organization, and it takes a lot of people to make all these great things happen for our community. One of the things I like to point out is, in my humble opinion, Thomasville is the best place to live and to work and to play. So with that in mind, thank you for your service to our community, and also congratulations well, thank on, you, thank you. on a big promotion. Thank you. And I couldn't agree with you more, Thomasville. You know, the old slogan was a place apart, and it really is. We're definitely the jewel of Southwest Georgia here. And so many people care so deeply about this community that it makes our job very interesting and very rewarding. I could not agree more. Our big topic today, recently, the Thomasville City Council with a four to one vote approved the budget for next year, 2022. Yes, so it was a 4-1 vote. The total budget for 2022, which was presented to the council, includes about just shy of $142 million in revenues and about just a little over $136 million in operating expenses. So it takes a lot to run the city and to deliver the level of service that our community has become accustomed to. 2010. I believe it was somewhere around that time when the city council made a very wise decision that we're not going to charge here within the city limits of Thomasville. No funding would come from property taxes. That's also something that a lot of people don't realize. Right. So we do not have an ad valorem tax in the city of Thomasville, which is for property, the ad valorem property tax. We actually do collect the school tax because the city of Thomasville is the levying authority. So that is our responsibility to collect that school tax. So many people get confused and they think because they're paying that tax to us and they're receiving that tax bill from us, that it's their property tax that goes to the city coffers. And that's not correct. You're correct and that decisions were made by previous councils to eliminate property tax many years ago. They started phasing that back with the last piece being a fire tax that was eliminated, I believe, around 2009. It's good on one hand because it's great to be able to let folks know if you choose to have your home here, you wouldn't be charged a property tax. However, what that 
ultimately does is it takes away a revenue source from the city and puts us in a position of being very dependent on our utilities. That's the trade-off. You know, when you don't have a property tax, the money has to come somewhere to pay for public safety, to pay for public works, to pay for the parks that we all enjoy. You've got to pay for those services somehow, and without that property tax, it really puts pressure on our utility funds, specifically our electric fund. So just like everybody else, the city of Thomasville has bills to pay. We do, we do. And the city budget is divided really into two sections, the general government side, which is what you think of as your traditional governmental services, and then the utility side, the enterprise funds. Those traditional governmental services include police protection, fire protection, street paving, public works, sidewalks, all of that kind of stuff. And it takes some money to operate those services. And when you don't have a property tax, again, that comes down to transfer from utility funds. For the 2022 budget, the total transfer is going to be about $11.5 million, which is an increase of about $1 million from 2021. Like I said, most of that does come from our electric fund. It's about $9.3 million that comes from our electric fund. The other funds that also contribute to that transfer include our natural gas service and also broadband or CNS Next services. I think it would be appropriate for us to, before we go any further, I feel like it is appropriate for us to just say what a great job another Team Thomasville team member, Chris White, does on that utility side. He does. He is the other assistant city manager, so, you know, we always say we're partners in crime. He really carries the load of the utility services, and he does a great job with that. It's a very complex business to manage, and Chris makes it look easy sometimes. I could not agree more. With the capital improvement budget being somewhere in the neighborhood of $26 million, for next year, is that going to have an impact on any projects that you know of? It's a little bit of a decrease over 2021, but 2021 was a little bit higher than 2020, and that's because of COVID. So when COVID hit, the city, just like other providers, did a moratorium on late fees and disconnections for non-payment. And when you remember that we are funded by utility services, and then a worldwide pandemic comes through that impacts a customer's ability to pay, That puts you in a little bit of a predicament for how you will still pay for those services when you've just basically cut off your last funding source. So because of that, decisions were made to try to circle the wagons a little bit and protect the city's finances. And one of those included holding off on capital in 2020. So there were other projects that were planned for 2020, but when the pandemic hit in March, the decision was made that we would wait to address any of those. So with the 2021 budget, some of those delays delayed projects were actually added to the 2021 budget. So we were able to push that up and do a little bit more in 2021 because in a sense we were playing catch up. So we're going back to a little more of a normal capital budget for 2022. One of the things I think is very important for us to point out is even during a pandemic, certain things, especially public safety comes to mind. These things are still services that the city of Thomasville has to provide. Correct. When you think about just our world and how much it changed with COVID, that impacted nearly every single department. You know, public safety, of course, stayed at the forefront. People still had accidents. People still needed, you know, assistance from our first responders. There were still emergency situations that they needed to respond to. But when you also back up and look at some of our other departments, they also had to pivot and change how they provided service. Our customer service staff, for example, we've always had a great number of our customers that like to come 
come in and be serviced. Right. When you shut your doors for nearly a year, you have to be creative with how you still provide that exceptional level of customer service. And I think our staff did an amazing job. So I have to commend them. They dug in and found unique ways to still meet those needs. And that goes throughout Team Thomasville. And it speaks highly of Team Thomasville. When I think about 2021 and what a year it was but when I think about 2021 one of the things that really stands out in my mind a big accomplishment by Team Thomasville I would have to say South Pine Tree Boulevard would be just a phenomenal improvement that we saw this year so with that in mind any public infrastructure improvements that we can maybe expect this coming year in 2022, which is, of course, almost here. It's hard to believe that we're actually staring down the long hallway to 2022. It's right there at us. We do have a lot of projects that are planned for 2022. I think first and foremost, one that a lot of people are excited about is the Remington Avenue Streetscape Project. That is another project that we took a great deal of public input from our citizens for, and they actually, their voice went into helping to create that plan. It'll go from Smith Avenue and Kern right there all the way to Pine Tree Boulevard. So it's going to be a very different look for that area. It's a residential neighborhood, so you've got to keep that in mind, but it's also one of our most heavily traveled arteries into the downtown area. So we're very excited to see this revitalization coming to that area. We'll also be doing a stormwater master plan. We've talked a lot about our infrastructure and the fact that we have infrastructure that's between 75 and 100 years old. There are a lot of needs there, but there are also a lot of needs that a stormwater master plan would help solve. There's a lot of drainage issues in our community, so we're looking at how do we solve those issues. We also have the Dewey City CDBG Mm -hmm. project. That also will include a good many infrastructure updates to that area, so that's very important. That's a very historic neighborhood, and it needs some attention over there to help bring that to a better level of service. And then we also have our parks assessment. We started that earlier this year. It'll be completed in 2022. We look forward to gathering public input for that one as well, but ultimately that parks assessment will help us make more of a master plan for how we approach our park updates, our park planning. We started that several years ago. We've had great success with Weston Park, but we have other parks, many parks that need some attention. So this assessment will help us just look at not just our parks, but our level of recreation services here as well. So those are just a couple of them. There are many more planned, but it's going to be a busy 2022. It certainly sounds that way in the attention that Team Thomasville gives to the parks is just one more thing that truly makes our community just, in my humble opinion, the best place to live and work and play. With a recent four-to-one vote by the Thomasville City Council, we're going to see some slight adjustments where utility fees are concerned. Yes. So there will be a 3% adjustment to our water and wastewater service and a $2 increase to our basic facilities charge for electric. And basically, those funds, our water and our wastewater fund, they both experienced losses in 2021. And that happens when your rates aren't adequately covering the cost to deliver that service. That's what we were facing in 2021. Water lost about $1 million and wastewater lost about $1.6 million. So So again, when you go back and consider how we fund our governmental services, it's through our utilities and our utility transfers. So when they're not 
adequately covering their costs, then that puts even more pressure on our electric fund to not only cover those governmental services on the general government side, but now they have to transfer money over to some of our other utilities to help them cover their costs as well. So altogether, that's quite an impact to the budget, and it's just necessary. It's a necessary evil. I know we all have experienced increases to our own personal budgets over the years, and when you consider that our rates have stayed the same, because we haven't raised those rates since I think it was 2019, our costs have certainly gone up since 2019. Everybody's costs have gone up. So you have to make sure, unfortunately, that's just the cost of doing business, that your rates are adequately covering the cost to provide those services. I really felt like, Ms. Cheryl, that our chief financial officer for Team Thomasville, Ms. Ashley Kaysen, I thought she just did a phenomenal job explaining this recently. And part of that If I remember correctly, she said for the average, now some are going to be higher, some Mm -hmm. are going to be lower, but I believe she said for the average Thomasville Utilities customer, we're talking about somewhere in the neighborhood of $5 a month, somewhere in that. Right. You know, 4 to $5 is probably a good amount, but a very slight increase. There are some customers that I realize they're on a fixed income, and that might be a bit of a concern. But the thing about water and wastewater increases is that your charges are controlled by the water that you use. Your sewer charges are based on your water consumption. So there are things that you can do to maybe conserve your water usage a little bit. It might be as simple as doing fewer loads of laundry each week. It could be that you don't run your dishwasher whenever it's not full enough, or you don't wash dishes until you have several to wash at one time. There are things that you can do to try to conserve some of that energy, and we have the resources to help you with that. So one of the things that we can do with our energy checkup is come in and help you assess your water usage, your consumption, and measures that you can put into place to help you save some. And, you know, we even have some tools that we'll leave with you to help you look at ways that you can easily implement. And this goes for people who rent their property as well. There are things you can do to conserve your energy usage, your energy consumption in your home, which ultimately saves you money. I think another fantastic Team Thomasville team member, Mr. Stefan Thompson, will be proud of you for saying that. (laughs) Stefan, this is something that I think he's really grown a lot with. He does a good job with these energy checkups, and we've got a lot of good information to share. So it's something that I would highly encourage everyone to take advantage of this service and let Stefan come out and look at your home from top to bottom and help teach you the ways that you can really take your utility budget into your hands. I have to say, you know, when we're talking about the budget, I have to give all the props in the world to Ashley Kaysen, our CFO. She has put in many, many long hours. Her staff has done a great job with this, and Ashley, she really is second to none in this. So she deserves all the credit in the world for the hard work in putting this together. And it's in the middle of a billing conversion for the city. So they've really had to do double work over there. She's pulled a a yeoman's job. So Ashley, you just have to commend her for a job well done. What about American Rescue Plan Act funds? How will those be spent? Yes. So the American Rescue Plan Act funds that the city received, we actually have plans for those to really give back and benefit our community. And the first is through the water and other infrastructure improvements that our community needs. Like I said, we've got infrastructure that's 75 to 100 years old, and you know nobody wants to see that fail in their neighborhood. So we've got a responsibility to keep this up. So these funds are definitely going to help us do that. We've also earmarked 250000 as matching 
funding funds towards the CDBG grant for the Dewey City neighborhood. So that community will directly benefit from the ARPA funds. And then we also have another 250000 that is earmarked as seed money for the Community Development Corporation. And that, you know, in a nutshell, is a concept that's done in many other communities. And it's a way to bring all of your partners together and really take a holistic measured approach to the housing issues that we experience here. So this is something that we're very excited about. It will answer a lot of need in our community. It's going to involve many community partners, and we're excited to be a part of that and to help put that seed money into play for our community. After listening to you and and watching you present to City Council so many times over the years, I knew that I was going to enjoy our conversation. (laughs) You are too kind. You are too kind. (laughs) I knew I was going to enjoy our conversation today, and I certainly have. Thank you so much for coming here to the newsroom. I've enjoyed it. Don't be a stranger. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. (laughs) You've been listening to City of Thomasville Spotlight. The show is produced by Sherry Kane, Chris Hurst, and Ricky Zambrano. To learn more about the City of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Thank you for listening.